Welcome to Through a Handler's Eyes. I'm Jo Hilda and I'll be interviewing assistance dog handlers Australia-wide. We won't be discussing legalities or training methods, just the journey of the human and their dog. Hi, today I welcome assistance dog handler Ellie and her dog Zoe. Um, Ellie is from New South Wales and she's an owner trainer with the help of an organisation. How are you going, Ellie? Good, thanks. How are you? Very well. Um, What was the influence that made you decide to get an assistance dog as part of your treatment for your own disabilities? Um, I had a moment where I ended up being at the shops and disassociated very dangerously and had um, a few moments where I realised that I couldn't function without either having another person or another form of support there. So I ended up speaking to my GP about, you know, what alternatives were out there. I researched assistance dogs very briefly but didn't realise that you could have them for mental health um, disabilities as well as physical ones. So once she said that you can get them for physical and both psychological disabilities as well, that's when I started on the process. Right. Now, how long ago was your first uh, assistance dog? Um, I'm still only on my first one and she's been working with me for about okay, four so- years now. Okay, so Zoe's your first assistance dog. Yeah. Um, Tell us a little bit about her. She's currently nine and a half, going on ten, working half-time because of how old she is. And she's been a lifesaver, honestly. She's gotten me through some really, really rough times and made it so I'm able to live and function as myself and not have to constantly rely on other people to be there to help me. And um, what breed is she? Uh, She's a foxy Jack Russell cross. What made you choose that? Uh, It wasn't really just by choice. Um, She was already a pet. Um, I've had her since 2010 and um, I had her assessed to see whether she would be a good fit for training and uh, reaching the standard and she was so we just buckled down and put a lot of work in and she ended up yeah becoming one of my yeah she's the best dog I've ever had really. That's great Um, so tell us a little bit about your journey with with her how's that been um with training and and going out and about? With training, it's been pretty good. She's an extremely switched on and loves to work and learn new things, so the training wasn't too much of a, um, a stumbling point. There's been a few little things pop up that have put bumps in the road. We had an interaction with a dog one time and she nearly got attacked, so we had to work through a bit of fear um, reactivity with dogs, so we pulled her from work. Um, when that happened to make sure that she wasn't going to hurt anybody or hurt another dog to make sure that she was still sound. And since that moment, she's been perfect, never faulted. Um, we going out, it's been 50, 50. Most of the time we have a really good interaction. We don't have too many issues. There's been a couple of times where we've had to advocate for ourselves and 
explain the laws and make sure that it's un, you know people understand that no you know just because it's not you know a guide dog doesn't mean you know it's not an assistance dog yeah um how have your friends and family reacted to you having an assistance dog my friends have been 110% supportive they've <laughs> helped me through the process and been really supportive helped with training um, my family have been supportive. It took quite a while for one of them, uh, one of my family to turn around and understand and see the impact she actually made in my life being out. Um, that person hadn't really seen any of my mental health um, moments where when I'm out, because I don't really go out with them that much, they also don't mm. really have much a belief that mental health is a thing. So that was a very interesting situation to try and explain to someone who doesn't believe in mental health um, issues or disabilities um, to to the point where she accepts her, but it's a bit difficult when we go out together because she'll sit there and try and distract her while we're out, which becomes a bit of a problem sometimes. But we just stick to our guns and say, look, you know, you can't do that. You know, she's here for a reason. Um, You get all the time in the world other times, but when the vest is on, please just don't look at her, don't talk to her, don't make kissy noises, you know. It's hard, isn't it, if you can't convince your own friends and family not to do those things. Um, What chance have we got with the general public? Exactly. That's sort of it too. And it's like the person is has an understanding of um, different assistance dogs there are their brother had a guide dog for a little while, but before they realized that it just wasn't right for them. So they know how to behave around them. It was just that, oh, well, it's our dog, so it's fine when it's not. No, I suppose, though, because you've had her for so long, people still probably see her as your pet. Yeah, Which that's makes it. things very difficult. Yeah, that's pretty much it too, yeah, because she started work at um, – I think she was about six, five or six when we started the process. What's uh, the best thing about having an assistance dog? The freedom to be able to function and get around without having to rely on other people to help, which and being independent. It the independence that comes with it is something that's extremely special. Yeah, that that uh, theme goes through uh, most of my interviews um now what would the worst thing be would you say um the public honestly people who don't understand or don't read the vest or don't think and just interact and think that oh there's a dog in here so obviously I can pat it where it's like no the dog's here for a reason please just you know happy to answer questions but you know please don't come up and just grab or touch or things like that I've had some interesting incidents with the public um relating to interactions give me an example of something and how you've handled it um usually with small children who run up when their parents are you know just go oh just go say hello to the dog I'll put my hand out just very calmly and say no stop she's working please give us some space Or if they then go, oh, well, what's she working for? I'll explain very briefly on what she does um, and what her 
reasoning for being in a strange place that dogs usually normally aren't. And yeah, just try and educate and uh, explain and give my best reasonings to why she's there and hopefully educate so they, if they encounter another handler further down the track that they don't do the same thing. Yeah. What's been your best public access uh, experience? Um, hmm. That's a hard one, isn't it? Yeah, there's been a couple. Um, probably the best one it has been when um, – actually, no, that would be it. We were going into a shopping centre and a security guard approached us and he'd spoken to me a couple of times before with Zoe being there and he had this smile on his face and he came up and he goes, is that a companion dog? And I was like, no, it's an assistance dog. And he's like, perfect, that's the right answer. So he'd created this question to get people who are just bringing their pets in. So yeah, because most people be like, yeah, it's a companion dog. And then it's like, well, then you're not allowed here. Sorry, but yeah, companion dog is not an assistance dog. So that was probably one of the good interactions I've had. He was always a really great security guard. He never gave me any problems or anything. But just that question just really – it was really good that he'd thought up such a smart way of asking. And that's all that's needed, isn't it? Exactly. And that's it. Like I've had a few people um, even in public um, lately go, oh, is that, a, is that a companion dog? I'm like, no, it's an assistance dog, you know, trying to make sure that the 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 difference is Terminology, yeah. Yeah, because some people get the terminology mixed up, don't they? Yeah, yeah. I and even, they think, think service dog too which is not a term we use in Australia no it's not which is yeah it's a it's an interesting crossover to see the difference between how people will try and portray their dogs rather than what the actual you know terminology is for us and how has uh this COVID isolation been affecting you guys it's been very difficult to go out um mainly just because one social distancing when you've got a dog people don't care and they'll still try and come up and talk to you and get in your personal space so we haven't been working as much as we normally would but we've also been getting a lot of either just click and collect so um one of the people I live with will just go in and get the items and bring them out and mainly just doing a lot of home training home like brushing up on little bits and pieces making sure that all the alerts and uh behaviors are still at a good level so mainly just keeping up with the training oh that's good I know myself if we go out my boy tends to lose his mind a bit for about 10 minutes when we first move in go into the shop to we're in our uh, rhythm again because you know he used to go out a couple of times a week and now he's been out once a month yeah that's the same with us sometimes takes a little while to get them back in the rhythm oh yeah no that's definitely it yeah what piece of advice do you wish someone had given you when you first started that you could give the listeners? Be aware that the public aren't as polite and understanding as people would want you to believe. Um, I didn't really know about how intense and how um, how the public would interact with me as a service dog handler and having a dog in a place that normally dogs aren't. So it's mainly just understanding that people are going to ask questions. Sometimes they'll ask them nicely. Sometimes they'll be really rude. Um, 
Mm. But just be prepared with either a set script of an answer. Yeah, mate, that's mainly my advice is, yeah, make sure you've got an answer. Have a plan. And a plan. What has been your biggest challenge since you started this? Probably just the general anxiety around access issues, not knowing whether you're going to be confronted entering a, a venue or shop or anything like that, that people, some people just don't know the laws. So the anxiety that comes mm. from going to new places where we haven't been before is always quite high on the list. What's the best thing about having an assistance job? Definitely the freedom and the independence. It's something we take for granted until we don't have it. Exactly. You don't live with your parents? You live out of home? Yeah, I live um, with a friend of mine in um, their family's granny flat. I ended up having to move about a year ago um, due to other circumstances. So, um, but they've always, they're 110% supportive. They know the drill um, and they're super accepting, which is really nice. That's wonderful, isn't it? Um, It really is. Now, does Zoe have her own Facebook or Instagram page? She doesn't. I've considered making one, but at the um, it's just never been something that I felt like I'd have the ability to keep updated and frequent as much as I would like to if it were to happen. Maybe when I start training uh, a prospect and they reach um, assistance dog in training status, um, I may start with them, but it's sort of a maybe, maybe not sort of thing. Yeah, I always ask because I know my boy has a Facebook page and pl- lots of people have Instagram pages and I like to give them a plug if they've, <laughs> if they've got one. Excellent. Um, is there anything else you'd like to to uh, say before we finish? Um, mainly just, yeah, if you're a new handler out there and you're, you're, you're considering it, definitely do your research, talk to other handlers find the um find some groups on facebook um and just ask questions mainly just get as much education and information as you can if you're considering getting an assistance dog or starting on that journey and is it worth it for me it has been definitely it definitely differs from person to person but for me it's improved my life and given me the ability to do so many things that i wouldn't have been able to do That's wonderful. Well, thank you very much for joining me today. Thank you for Um, inviting me. It's been wonderful. Okay, guys, don't forget to listen again next time. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you've got any questions or you would like to be a guest, email me at eyes at gmail.com. Bye.